What? Oh, God. Press record button, don't even know what I'm up to. Six. Drop a game episode six. Competition special. Yeah, nice, beautiful sunny day out at Forest Reefs. The new location for this year's way. The numbers were a little down on last year, but the last minute change of location and date, we were pretty happy with how the event came together. Yeah, not as. Still, like every year, pigs, there's more pigs than there is anything else. But yes, it was uh, one red deer, two fallow deer, a few billy goats, one very big billy goat, that's really nice, 30 incher, and a few of the old foxes. And uh, what was the, what way, the heaviest big way? Oh, shit. 90. I think it was a 96 kilo sow, wasn't it? Yeah, a big 96 kilo sow that had been on a feedlot, came from a feedlot property out somewhere. And some pretty good balls in this way this year. Good set of hooks in the field. Yeah, no, good, good teeth on a couple of them. I, how, you know how many pigs there were? Oh, I think we were close to 40, maybe 50. Yeah, that sounds about right. Probably 10 to 12 very respectable balls. I'd say, yeah, but then for the third year in a row, the heaviest overall pig was a very big sow. Yeah, it's always a sow. Always a sow that comes out on top for heaviest pig. Actually, your pig, I thought it was a smoky at the start of the day. It didn't look big, but it was a... <laughs> Built like a brick shit house. It was freaking the heaviest pig I've ever seen for the size. Yeah, like it wasn't like compared to other big ones that long. No. But it had weight. Very solid set of shoulders on it. Yeah, like there was my brother who shot it and like well, sort of buddy he sort of donated it to me in a way. Yeah. And he thought it was fifty dressed. And it turned out it was seventy. Yeah. On the dot. Yeah. It was a part of dropping game team for this year's con. Yep. There's a few few contributors to the dropping game team. Yeah. Both both my brothers contributed yeah. to our efforts. We both came away for our efforts with a nice torch, so get some batteries in, I'd be keen to see how bright it is and get voucher to one of our major sponsors, Brabham's Outlaw Power Centre. If you want Chainsaws, whippy snippers, lawnmowers, down in Bathurst there, down the corner of Darm Street, they're the place to be. You're getting a whippy snipper, aren't you? Yeah, we're getting a whippy snipper. We've got orders from the missus. We need to get a whippy snipper for the new house, so that will cover that nicely. Well, luckily we got a few pigs, goats and foxes to win the mixed bag anyway. Yeah. I surprised we won most foxes. Yeah. There's usually someone who, buddy, flat out shoots a heap of foxes, usually. Yeah, 10. I think last year there was 12 foxes from one team. Yeah. I feel if we put a day in on the foxes in our respective blocks of land, we'd probably come close to pulling a number like that. Yeah, like if you just flat out chase the foxes, like you'll, you'll get foxes. Yeah. But just we, we concentrate on bigger game. Yeah. So we've got a reputation of the deer team now, so. Oh, yeah. 
people a bit, a bit disappointed with, with, with me this year. Last year, bringing five deer, get hounded for bringing in too many. Bringing one deer this year, get hounded for not enough deer. I just can't win. Three must be the happy medium. Yeah, like one deer per person must be the go, so like, depending on the team number. Uh, back on the June one weekend next year, we'll be able to broaden the uh, species horizon out. Go for what, what you describe as the um, Central West Grand Slam. Yeah. Well, it's one, 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 D, well, one species short from getting the South Central West Grand Slam. Yeah, we were unable to source any fallow deer. Admittedly, I did see a fallow deer spotlight on the Friday, but obviously. Oh, obviously, your fair chase, buddy. Good heart got the best of you in that situation. Yes, that's 100% correct. When I only spot my deer if it was purely for cull purposes, I can't believe it. Yeah, oh, that's fair. You're a game animal and they need to be treated as such. That, well, that sort of depends who you talk to. Yeah, I understand that um, certain places that I've seen firsthand, sometimes you got to do what's required livestock fed but for the average hunter that doesn't have his own land to look after doesn't really need to spotlight it but for a primary producer sometimes I feel like you're directing this at me <laughs> a primary producer such as yourself who's got D numbers that are on the increase at a rapid rate you probably need to do what you need to do today yeah I'm gonna pull my finger out and actually do a bit I got him Backstrap in there to buddy deliver, so. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, it was a good it was a good meat animal actually. Was... Yeah, like yeah, like people got their uses out of it. Yeah. I took I got a backstrap, Nick got a backstrap. In fact, it was a well placed headshot. Some people will taint the meat because it's animals been stressed for a long time. Yeah, and Nick's kids wanted the buddy two spikes. Yeah. I've never seen a bunch of young kids that love hunting more than Nick's young kids, especially, oh. especially his son. And I like, just the love for meat. Like, they, love, they love venison. Trained well, doesn't he? Yeah, he's all, he's training real well. Remember that hunting trip when we went out with Nick's son and he had his little compound bow and that massive arrow of the broadhead? Yeah. I was pretty scared of getting broadhead in the car that day. <laughs> but I, oh, he was, he was so determined to get one. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was good to watch. I just watched the young fella, buddy, get, get really keen for it. Yeah. Usually, the last two hunting comps haven't usually been getting back late. Yeah, it's only 3.30 last year, we were getting home on dark. Yeah, I was thinking no, it was taking too long, but I suppose not as many, like half the competitors this year than it was last year. Yeah. And the weigh-in time was shorter, wasn't it? Yeah, I think the shorter weigh-in was better. Yeah. Because it could have, everybody got in and got it done, whereas last year it was people coming. Yeah, there was a line-up. Yeah. And then we thought we had everybody, and then half an hour later, another three or four units are rolling. Yeah. And also, another thing, like, like, 
his farmer's arms are sort of a bit tight where it was back there. But yeah. the venue here at the Ready Forest Reef Tavern or hotel, whichever we they decide to call themselves, we'll just say the Forest Reef Pub. It's yep. it was very spacious. Yeah. But there's plenty of room for youths to get around and Drop, you could have three or four units unloading at the same time if you yeah. had the right number of scales. Yeah, it, it, I sort of think it's a better venue. Yeah. Ben on once though, we're doing a podcast while I'm driving. Multitasking. You're getting a lot of background noise, it's the old trot bouncing down the road. Hell triton, buddy. Doing a bit of driving. Hauler 5000. <laughs> what, the, the hauler, what, what'd you call the goat? The, the, the quad? The goat hauler. <laughs> the, go, the goat hauler 500? Yeah. That was fun. Fun getting the goats up that mountain last night. That was a nice walk in, in the moonlight. Yeah. Heard, heard some howling. Heard some roaring. Yeah. Heard some <laughs> walkies. <laughs> Quad bike filled up with goats, then disappearing down the hill. It's always good after a hard day in the bush hunting to get something on the deck. Yeah, oh, you shot it in the worst place, your yeah. goat. When I was climbing down there to recover it, I said to myself, if you ever go tar hunting, this is what it's going to be like. So you're going to have to try and gut this animal and climb up out of this valley like you would if you were hunting tar. So that's what I told myself. <laughs> It was quite as bad as tar hunting, probably not. But I imagine tar hunting would be like that, but if the whole mountain was like that spot. Yeah. It was only about a 50 metre carry. And snow. Not a 5k carry. Yeah. Snow would be the hard part. But he's slipping and melting. Yeah. Imagine trying to whip the cat off a big hairy tarver in that oh, spot. Oh, yeah, like just cutting through the bloody Cape, Cape of Varendi, like with that just hairy bit around the neck. Yeah. Is hassle enough. Imagine the mane on the tar. Yeah. Spectacular beyond, but a lot of work to get it. And I know like he's hunted tar and I have to ask him what what is it because I'm sure he would have done it. Yep. Okay, he's got a ten inch tar, bull tar. Yeah, okay. He shot it by mistake apparently. Like he in the commotion of the buddy sh- shooting tail, like he missed the first shot. The whole mob moved and he saw one pop up and he thought it was the same bull. Yeah, okay. Oh, they call them bull tones, like a billy tar or a ram tar. Yeah, you know, it's a white fellow bucks and everything, or stag. Yeah, bucks and stag, and yeah. I think the, the, the term stag's purely a European thing. Yeah. And buck, and sort of more American. Yeah, like a white tail buck, don't you? Know, yeah, what, muley buck. Yeah. Sick black tail buck. But then you get an elk sides bull. That's why red deer not quite bull. I suppose the European. European, yeah. European stag. Yeah, that's right. Stags and hind. Although in some places in the US they do refer to a stag and hind, but depending where you are, I think it might be California. I don't know. Yeah, okay. So what's next in your hunting adventures? Uh, trips planned? I haven't got anything. Rock. Rock solid yet, but I've got a few in mind that I want to do. Yeah, get down 
that high country. Yep, a bit of samba chasing, I foresee in my future. Except for the time of year to do that. Oh yeah, I'm, I need to get down there at some point. It's a good, it's great, great country down there. I just come back from there two weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah. and you, that was your first sand mistake, wasn't it? Yeah, it was my first sand mistake. And you set your stand tight, but you yeah, lowered your stands because you had the old man with you. Yeah, I was actually, we, we might, took my dad away for his first hunting trip. We worked our way down this fern covered gully, and I was actually probably, unless it didn't get any better, I was like, going to turn around and head up the other way, but then spotted the stag working its way down to feed. I glassed it up, and dad said, how long do you think that is? And I said, oh, it's about 20. And he said, oh, you're going to shoot it? And I said, no, oh, I don't know if it's quite big enough for what I want. And he said, well, we drove six hours and worked our way down this steep-ass hill. What the hell are we here for? And I said, fair enough then. So we chucked a rifle up and shot it. The rest is history. And Cartwell did it? Yeah, he didn't even take a step. He hit the wind mag, hit it, and knocked it ass over tit. Last thing I remember walking through a scope is its legs coming back over the top of its body. And carting down the bush, it's about 20 inches, so not too bad for a first one anyway. Buddy, skull mount? Yeah, just doing the skull mounts. That'll look good. Yeah. This is not my biggest animal I've shot, but it's probably. In terms of body size or? An antler size. Like, mm. I've shot like a big red stag, obviously. Yeah. Like, but. That hunt was sort of right up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good shit. Yep, definitely, definitely a weekend to remember. Yeah. Now, we could have got more hunting done. It's just, we didn't have time. Yeah, it's just... Comp. Yeah, I went. The June one weekend is a much better weekend. Like if I could have decided to change to the wrong weekend. Or they sticking with like a normal weekend idea? Uh, I think now that Knobulus is taking over, I think they're um, going back to the June long weekend. Sign up Thursday, so if you want to have Friday off work, Friday, Saturday, yep. Sunday, way in on the Monday. So if that's the case, I'll probably have next Friday, Friday off next year, so I can really put in a, put in a big effort. Yeah. I reckon like we can nearly do what we planned this year. But like a day for it. But like yeah, put like a day for two things and like put a day for one thing. Yeah. Depending on what the behaviour or what the situation is. So we can sit back and say a glass and a mob of fallow or a mob of reds. We can sit back. We don't have to if the wind's not quite right we can say okay we'll leave them there and come back in the afternoon and hunt them first. Yeah. We sort of had one morning to get an animal on the deck. So it's Yeah, trying to squeezing three hunts in a day and like in the distance between each hunting area is tremendous. Yeah. So it went. But the fellow deer hunt didn't get pulled together because time restraints. Yeah, time and sort of having trouble getting access was well, yeah, the access fella didn't quite get back to us on time it's my understanding. Yeah. But if we got more time this year we can take the bows out to the bow probably. Oh yeah, no, that'd be more enjoyable, I think. Yeah. Especially for, for that area. Yeah, definitely. I 
so far we're sort of pushing it for the goats. So I get getting there right as the bloody sun was disappearing over the horizon. Yeah, that's why I got that hill to get into position. Uh, oh, my feet are sorted over, to tell you. Yeah, I can, I can sort of still feel the tingle in the knees. There's that one part of the hill where it's just super steep and it gets me every time I go there. Yeah. So nightmarish. Should have drove halfway up it. But then again, we didn't want to push the goats and have to walk up no, the hill I further. Yeah, I didn't want to press by losing the goat. Yeah. Pressure. Yeah. That's, that's the problem with a one day, pretty much one day to get it done. Yeah, and you know, we could hunt in the morning, but all that route is from yesterday. Yeah. I, I was going to go out for a look to see if I could find the big boar. I've been seeing for bloody weeks. But I was, we bet it was too comfy. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel with the boar when I'm right compared to that one we had today? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Like it's hard, it's sort of hard to judge on the hoof. Yeah. Like I need to sort of oh yeah, but just have it on the deck and look at it for a bit. Yeah. To sort of have an estimate. Like I like got from like I see it from you know like a K away through spinos. Yeah. Or more not even that. It's probably more like about 600 meters okay. with the with the binos and like he, he looks like a fairly sort of pink. If I was to have a guess. I'd nearly say he'd be 80 kilos lightweight. Yeah, okay. So, but I'm not constantly chasing bigs that I can yeah, do an accurate judge. Yeah. Guarantee tomorrow, if you're working at that property in first up, you'll walk up the hill and you'll be there feet. And I'll have a rifle behind the seat because I don't have to stress about the comp. Everything's fair game. Yeah. Sleep tonight. I'm pretty sure I'm still tired from yesterday. Yeah, I'll be having a late night tonight. I've got buddy, I got conned again today. Buddy lifting pigs up and weighing them. Yeah, I'm too nice of a bloke, that's my problem. Next year, just stand back like everybody else does. We won't, you don't feel obligated next year because it won't be youngie showing him. Yeah, like, oh. I sort of know I don't have to, but I feel like uh, I feel like I'm a prick if I don't. Yeah. This afternoon I helped load all the pigs up into the skip bin for the local greyhound races. <laughs> yeah, but your bastards were a bit hesitant to touch the goats. Yeah, we had an eye on them jumping in. A bit of traffic on this road. Yeah. I'll wait for this bridge to go, but it's pretty good. You good by side still? Yeah, you're all good. And all the way, here we go. Off and racing. Off and racing. Might get the bow out and do a bit of practice and get after the goats, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm off. More or less, buddy, concentrating on the goats now. Yeah. I think all the big stags are about shut up shop for the year out. Yeah, well, like, the town. like, there's a few younger stags that still got antler, but there's a couple of 
of the badge on my bike that came across when I shot my pig, there were two spikers and one of them was a forky. Yep. And then the other guy already cast it. Like he already dropped his antlers. Yeah, okay. So I assumed he must have been the bigger fella. Yeah, I'd say so. Good chance for it. If you're lucky enough to find that knobby fella again, if I see that knobby fella again, he's gone a buddy. Copper. He's a very weird animal. Massive body, but. Yeah, he's just good body, good shape to him and all that, but just the weirdest, weirdest noggin. He's got two round knobs about two inches long, but he's definitely not a spiker. Oh, no, no he's bloody twice the size of a spiker. Like a very old stag, or. He's an old stag that's buddy gone beyond his peak. Yeah. Or he's just. Horrible colour. But he just. Something that's been shit his whole life. He somehow hasn't copped the body tying into the eyeball and died. Yeah, no, like, when I saw him, he was holding lines during the rut, which surprised me. He must know how to blue really good with no antlers. You know, I got, I got, if you look at my Instagram, at Cody Guerin, yeah. <laughs> my Instagram at Cody Guerin, I got, I put a video up of him, of him doing a bit of sparring with the 10 point. Yep. How's he go? Oh, he goes alright. Well, I think he sort of works out that the old, the tines on the 10 point sort of outdo him a bit. So he doesn't get too excited, he backs off after a little bit. Oh, well, like, they're not going hard, they're just sort of buddy, just practicing. Yep. That's not like the rut rut, because when I watch them in the rut, they, they don't hold back shit, they go in hard. Yeah, okay. Bashing antlers together. Yeah. I was still kicking myself, I didn't have... Well, I had the camera, just too stupid to get it out. Too concentrating too much on what was going on right in front too, of you. Too busy concentrating on the fight and on the roar and just the excitement of the rut. There's nothing like the deer rut, is there? Oh, no. Red, red deer rut, the fellow, fellow buck rut, that's insane. Hear that first roar, first croak, the hair stands up in the back of your neck. Now and then he break me wrist when I hear a buddy ready roar fellow croak. <laughs> I get that excited, I get that that happy. <laughs> hey, who needs Viagra when you got the rut? <laughs> get very excited. Oh very, very, very. The rut's only ten months away now. Who's counting? <laughs> but if it's anything like this here in the West and that because they kicked off some of my blocks are croaking in the middle of March. Funny it. Oh god. I felt that Easter weekend was fairly full on for the fellow. Yeah, yeah, I'm going pretty hard that weekend. Red deer, when they were going off, they were going off all the time, like if you're looking for them, they were always going. Yep. And they just got to the point where it just completely shut off. One day roaring, next day nothing. One day they'll, you know, just roaring for all hours of the day, and then just the next, the very next morning when we went out to try to find one for a bloke, you just, just shut down. Probably only heard two roars. 
what, like, probably, like, three hours apart. Yeah, I wonder what makes it stop like that. I've got four, like, like, one might start early and they all reach their peak and then they just might get to the point where they slowly start to back off. Not just, oh, yeah, it's full on. No, it's this day now. Oh, okay, we won't bother then. See you guys in a couple of weeks and we'll have a bachelor party. Yeah, pretty much tonight, yeah. See you boys in a couple of weeks. We'll meet here, have a good old feed. Yeah, that's what I find amazing about the is they'll fight to the death. And a month later they'll just be feeding side by side in the paddock like it never happened. It's a lot like they're bros. I reckon it'd be, it's the same as a buddy. As your general Aussie male at the pub. Yeah. They'll be good mates out through the week, play footy, play play cod, but then you get them at the pub, have a few drinks, and it got got the Sheila on the dance floor. It's, it's a comp to see who can get her. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. I'm not speaking from experience. I don't go out. I'm just I'm just making a stereotype assumption. Wise man. Yeah, I was that good for you. I have the odd beer every now and then, but I'm not flat out. I don't want to look. I don't mind a few beers. Especially around a campfire. It's like the mountain. That's the best spot to have a beer. Eh, even then I can't enjoy it. Don't like the taste? Alright. I'll go out and I'll start drinking. I'll have one beer. And then I'll get on to the next beer and I'll get halfway for that beer and just go, why did I buy that? That tastes like shit. Yeah, okay. Have you tried drinking other types? I have had bourbon uh, or vodka. Or... If I was to force myself to drink something for a long time, like if they, if someone had to get me drunk and proper pissed, I'd probably go cider. Cider. Yeah, because it's the only, it's the only thing I can tolerate. Yeah, okay. I'm a big cider person myself. Too much sugar. That's probably what I like. Ever had any Captain Morgan? No, it just doesn't do it for me. Mouth uh, from the Captain, can't have that. <laughs> I can drink beer blood and have that alcoholic in some way, like a, a bloody venison. I'm just a better than you drink. There you go. Deer blood mixed with vodka. You can get that, Cody. <laughs> I offered you a deer heart yesterday, you want to take that either. You can keep that too, you can keep your heart. I'm eating venison, I'm eating back straps, or sausages or roasts. Oh, you're missing out. I feel like you're missing out. Actually, you're probably not. I haven't cooked it properly yet. I've cooked it where it's edible, and it's enjoyable, but not where you can just get rid of that, that bit of fat, unnecessary fat on it.
track of conversation now. Yeah. We'll go and put there for a bit. Yeah, we were. I bet people are flat out listening to the motor of the Triton. <laughs> Probably can't hear anything but the motor. Get a chest plate as a prize, yeah. Not that I know that because I saw I saw Buddy Dave had that in the back of his yet. I'm not sure I know what he wanted. No, I think he cut some of the categories off a bit shorter. Oh, yeah. I think next year, but when you have a team category, like, you probably want to get he won a torch, it's a good prize, but you need to have. Yeah, you, probably, got... you probably want to get four torches the same. So when you hand out the best team prize, you hand out four torches, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I can need like have a ready so like, oh, instead of getting the one thing, it's, and then you got to decide who gets it. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you... The so-and-so team just won the best fellow deer, and now they have to share a pair of boots. Yeah. Like, what's two blokes going to do for $200? Not much you can buy for a hundred bucks. Yeah, and it's like, or the most useful thing, more expensive. Yeah. But as you say, you got four, you had four nice skinner knives and four nice torches. That way, if you only get two people in a team, it doesn't, because you can have a maximum of four people in the team. So you just get four of the same thing, and if you only got a team of two people, just give it one each to keep the others from the yeah. other categories. Like, yeah, just do merch. So, oh yeah, like they, they get a, a t-shirt and a hat each. I give them that's that's a good enough prize. Yeah. yeah. They had a um, they had a Hunter's Element jacket there last year for something. Yeah, I don't think Hunter's Element came aboard this year. Well, uh, Dave won best fellow, so he got whatever that thing that he got. I think that was Hunter's Element. Yeah, it was left over from last year's prize category. Oh, that's a bit quicker. Yeah. So, it wasn't as good as the previous years. No, but we sort of always knew that was going to happen. The long weekend is the best weekend. Yeah, we were sort of struggling with venues, dates. The venue was sort of a, a last minute fuck up. But I think moving forward, it's going to be a better location. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's from the sound of it, the Canobolis Hunting Club seem very keen on taking it over. Yeah. I don't know, I, I didn't talk to anyone, I didn't see anyone. No, but they, well, I don't know anyone, so... No. So, but from, from, sounds, from sounds of Dave, they sound fairly keen. Yeah. They, they sound like a, a, a good club. Yep. And from what I see, what they post on Facebook, because I follow their group on Facebook, they seem to... Always be keen to see the numbers seem to be there. Yeah. Like for club hunts or organised hunts. Like they had a um an organised bow hunt out at Safala, like for goat. They yeah. seem to organise that and that seemed to be good. Yeah. For, for beginner bow hunters that needed a bit of guidance, that seemed to be something that went off fairly well. Yeah. And organised fishing trips and hunting trips in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, like they, they do a lot, they seem to do a fair bit of effort. Yeah. 
But of course, it's you know, it's like how we discussed earlier. How it's like it's like a single club. It's like not like the ADA where there's branches from asshole to breakfast. No. But all in all, for the cards that was dealt, it was a, a respectable turnout, I believe. Yep, I was quite happy to see how many people there on a day for the way in. A few spectators, which is always good to see. And you know, when you go there, it's all, all other hunters. So. It's all, it's people with an outdoor passion, whether it's a hunter or, or a fisherman. Yeah. Like it was, a, it was good. Similar interest to yourself. Except there was one bloke there who stood out. That the dude with a moustache? Yeah. He told me his name. I forgot his name. Might have been Scott. It was a random dude. He was just. Like he sort of. He did. It doesn't. Like everyone else was sort of. Oh yeah, like. Or. But you could pick people. Yeah. He sort of. He sort of seemed a bit different, I guess, especially, I think it's the way he was dressed. That sort of made him stand out. Yeah. But anyway, I had a conversation with him. Yeah. Because, like, he was, like, taking photos, like, taking photos of everything, like, even all books that are the... That the things were getting... That the pigs and stuff were getting hung off. Yeah. Like, he was just taking pictures of everything on his phone, and eventually he got his camera out. Is he greedy in disguise, you Oh, he didn't seem like to. Yeah. He just seemed generally interested in it. Yeah, okay. Because like when he was like taking photos of the hooks, I got sus. Yeah. I said, right, I'm going to have a conversation with you, and I'm going to see what what your sus deal is, whether you're your undercover granny about to take us down or not. Yeah. But from like, but I quickly worked it worked out. He he's just gen, generally interested in it. Yeah. Okay. Like he's never like he just came across like didn't know what it was. Had hadn't seen anything else like it anywhere in his travels. Yep. So he's just generally interested like wanted to come have a look and then he started asking me questions like why do I hunt like what do I so how do I feel about pigs and why do I hunt them and all that yeah I just wanted to learn yeah, it's good to see like our daddy's going to go out and pick up hunting yeah but like like you know it's Sort of, it's good to, like, to ed educate someone new like, who is sort of curious about it. And I, I was like, sort of really letting him know, letting him know that you know like, there was nothing negative about it. Like, all the something was utilised in some way. Yeah. Like all the pigs were buddy going to the greyhound fella for to be used as dog food. Yep. The deer was butchered up. Yeah. But, the deer were taken we butchered up, the red deer that we brought in was was butchered up to the best of people's abilities depending on what they wanted. The, go the goats are um, Go taken away for the dog greyhounds as well. Yeah, because uh, no, no one wants to eat a smelly billy from uh, the reputation they've been given. I don't even want to touch a smelly billy. <laughs> I made you though. Yeah. That's a funny story in itself. <laughs> it's not that bad. So you don't understand, there's nothing there to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like... Yeah, it was just good, good to have, have a yarn with that bloke. Yeah. Because, like, it was just... You know, I was, like, giving him my views and I was trying to... 
I sort of felt a bit on the spot too, so I felt like, okay, I'm sort of representing every all hunters here. Yeah. So I'm going to do it in the best lights so that I yeah, like explain pig dogging and rifle hunting and the damage pigs do and and like what's my passion behind deer hunting, like how why I enjoy that so much and why I care about it more than like than a person in the city would. Yeah. Like it was, I just had a very good conversation and I was just enjoyed informing him on it. Yeah. And then he'll go home and tell his friends and family about hunting in a good way and help buck that reputation that all hunters are just rednecks. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure like he's 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 taking the photo, so obviously he's gonna show people on his trip back to Queensland, like that's what he's doing. Yep. He was going from Sydney to Sydney to Queensland and he just happened to drop by on the way through. Yeah. Anyway. I needed I needed a podcast for this week, so this was only a, a quick quick one for the hunting comp. Yep, another successful comp. We'll be back again next year. Yep. Tune in next week at the dropping game. Have you lined up your next? I haven't got anyone lined up. I'm sort of I improvise. I do shit on the run. Yeah, do it on the run. I just think, no, oh, yeah, I just do him real quick. How about you give the ADA president a run? Oh, I might. <laughs> you, you might have a few yarns to, to spin. Once you get in talking, you won't stop. It'll be the longest hit podcast in history. Yeah. Okay, well, the standing record is an hour and 11 minutes, which which was Nick. <laughs> yeah, you get Nick talking about deer and he doesn't stop either. Oh, you get him going, but it's all good. It's all quality. Yeah, he speaks very well. Anyway, yeah. Code. Anyway. We're at my house. So. Yeah, I'll drop you off and catch you next time. See you, folks. Hey, g'day, guys. It's Cody again. Just going through, well, I've got the list for the um, hunting and fish, fishing comp winners for about for majority of the categories. So I'll just go through it for those who are interested in knowing who won it and with, well, yeah, just who won it. I don't exactly have weights here. Um, so best overall bag went to, well, my team, dropping game, dropping game team. Uh, heaviest ball went to Zach Mao and. Josh Ed. Best undraw tux was a tie between Jar and Clunk. Or Clint. The best four pigs went to Zach and Josh again. Yeah. Best average weight. Well, no one got that. Um, heaviest fellow deer went to Dave Young. Heaviest goat went to Daniel Young. And no one, no one did anything for birds. No one brought any rabbits in. Most foxes went to my team again, dropping game. Best junior bag to went to went to Clunk Junior. Well, I assume that's Clunk's one of Clunk's kids. And yeah, no one did anything, bought anything in for best native fish, carp, or heaviest fish, anything like that. Judge's choice was Aaron Oshia. I hope I pronounced that right. And. Yeah, that's that bit. Um, I just got to find this thing on my phone here somewhere. So it was a big turnout. It wasn't a big turnout as we were hoping it to be, but it was still pretty good. Um, so yeah, again, like for the heaviest sow, which was 93.75 kilos, and the heaviest bull was 88.5 kilos for 
anyone who was really interested in knowing what that was. So yeah, thanks for shout out to anyone who came, had a look, enjoyed the day, and congrats to everyone who competed and had a good effort, good weekend. And shout out to John and Monica of the Forest Reef Hotel for allowing the comp to be held there. And obviously the sponsors get a shout out. I would name them if I could remember who they are. Uh, Bullets and Bits are one of the major sponsors. Which pretty much, well, yeah, they were the major sponsors. Bullets and Bits in Orange. I can't remember anyone else off the top of my head. And I apologise for that. But anyway, that's that little extra bit of added on to the podcast. And, yep, hope you've... Yeah, no, I've got nothing more to add. Just going on rambling now. Yeah, I'll catch you all next time and safe hunting. <laughs>